Casey. Is it game time? It's game time. Let's get this shit cracking at my Let's Jason. Go. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Hoodstocks. On a Sunday early evening. <laughs> Football's back, baby. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying your Sunday. Love, respect. Thank you for tapping in, baby. We love you, motherfuckers. Goni, stand the fuck up. Let's go. Two, one, two. Alright. I want to give a big shout out to Stizzy, baby. Pull up to the local Stizzy shop. Hold on real quick. I don't like that. I don't like that. Big ups to Stizzy. Pull up to the local Stizzy shop in your area and cop some of that good, good, baby. You can also follow them on Instagram at Stizzy. Nation, appreciate you, my G's. Hoodstocks is brought to you by Dying to See Me. Dying to See Me is a podcast we love and we support. Please go to YouTube and hit that subscribe button. My boy, Matt Montague, love you, my G. Looking for the best criminal defense attorney in the city of Los Angeles? Look no further. Doug Sherrod is our guy, and he could be your guy as well. Mr. Sherrod used to be a federal prosecutor as well as a district attorney for the city of Los Angeles. He didn't like the unfair politics on that side of the fence, so now he's going to bat for individuals that have been wrongfully accused. And just, you know, sometimes you have a bad weekend, man. You got to cross that fucking bridge. But if you stay on the right side of the law, <laughs> you ain't got to cross that bridge. But if it does happen, make sure you reach out to Doug Sheridan. You can uh, reach him at KingKongLawyer.com. Casey? KingKongLawyer.com. Okay, KingKongLawyer.com. <laughs> Looking for some good quality cannabis? I mean, killer quality cannabis. I hit up the folks at Killer Kush. They specialize in bringing you the best quality available from OG to exotic. They got it all. Oh, baby. <laughs> hit them up at KillerKushCali at gmail.com or on IG at KillerKush underscore underscore 420 to find a location near you. And hey, I'm going to give you an address to one of the locations and that's in the city of Whittier. They are located at 13739 Leffingwell Road Unit F. Orange County, stand up. My G, RJ, stand up. Gutter Phenom, stand up. Gutter Phenom is a lifestyle brand that's dedicated to supporting inspiring individuals who are determined to achieve their dreams. We believe that no matter where you come from and what you've been through with hard work and dedication... Anything is possible. <laughs> a portion of our proceeds are donated to organizations that provide vocational training for proleys and scholarships for those in need of drug and alcohol treatment. Visit gutterphenom.com. Gutterphenom.com. Use the exclusive code Hoodstocks20 to receive 20% off your order today. Yes. All right. Is this lagging right here, bro? 
Uh, I don't see it lagging. Right okay, now. we're good then. All good. Okay, out of Long Beach, California, I want everybody to give a warm welcome to Candy. Thank you. How you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Uh, very well, very well. Thank you for, uh, um, you know, pulling up today and, uh, <laughs> you know, making some time on your Sunday for Hoodstock's platform. And when you talk, could you please talk into the mic, yes. please? Yes, that's a, that's a must. I don't know if my headphones are funky or something, but... Check, check. I don't know. Why just me, me? It's got earwax in them, that's why. <laughs> earwax. Um, the weather's changed a little bit out there today, huh? Yes, it was cold today. It was cold, huh? Had to bring out this bad boy. You see this shit right here? Yeah. You like this shit? Yeah. FB counting. You know, watch this. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, they're not the tear-offs. Um, <laughs> apologize about that. Uh, candy. Yes. You're out of Long Beach, California? Yes, sir. Okay, 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 okay. Um, let's just get right into your story. I mean, well, let me just, let's let's ease into it a little bit. How was your day today? It's been good. I've been home all day, and I just um, pulled up. <laughs> pulled up? Yeah. Pulled up, and you know what time it is. It's time to show out. Okay, for sure. You know when you pull up, you got to show out, girl, right? Um, how are you feeling? Are you a little bit of nervous? Mm, I was, but, you know, once we start talking, I'll be able to. 1,000%. Yeah. I mean, you're a professional, right? Yes. Yes, you are. Okay, cool. Um, so let's, Candy is out of Long Beach, and she's going to share her story with us, and it's going to transition into what she does for a living today, which you guys see some of the things on the table, minus this stuff right here. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you were raised in, go ahead, Candy. Um, so my name is Candy Drinkon. I'm from Long Beach, California. Um, I was raised with my mom and my dad. I had both of my parents present in my life. Um, I have four brothers and two sisters. And basically, uh, both of uh, my two older siblings um, helped my parents raise me. Uh, my parents had to work a lot. They came into this country not knowing the language, not having an education and proper work, and they had to work a lot. Um, and most of the time, they were absent in my life. And um, so my brothers had to um, help raise me. Okay. And so they're most of the time, you said from working, they were absent in your life. Yes. What was their occupation? Um, Occupations. Just like, uh, I mean, they were, you know, they were present in my life, but they were gone a lot of the time. And so my brothers had to, I just don't want to, you know, make my parents look bad, but uh, my parents had to work a lot. And uh, Yeah. And it's so not making they, them look bad, it's making yes. them look good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so. Taking um, care of their, making this ultimate sacrifice. Right. Yeah. And, um. <clears throat> So they had to work. They, you know, my my dad was a a butcher. Okay. Um, and um, my mom worked in just retails, and that's how they did. You know what's dope? I was thinking about it right now. As you said, he was a butcher. So hey, the, the lights could be out in the house, <laughs> but we still barbecuing in the backyard because yeah. pops is a butcher, right? Yeah. Like you never ran out of fucking cotton asada. No. Hell no. Right. That's tight. That's cool. Yeah, there was always red meat in the fridge. There was yeah. always meat. I thought about being a butcher. I think it's just a, it's a cool thing. It's right. it's like an old school uh, occupation, a butcher. Yes. Right? Like you always want to be friends with a neighborhood butcher. Right. You'd be a fool not to. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, proceeds. So your brothers raised you up. Yes. How were they? Older? Um. So I have <clears throat> three brothers. They were born in the... Um, three siblings who were born in the 70s, then two other siblings that were born in the 80s, like me. Okay. Um, and then um, 
my little brother. He was born in the 90s. And it was good. It was always just a lot of, um, I grew up with all my nieces and my nephews. Um, because during that time when I was growing up, my brothers also were having babies. So I also grew up with a lot of my little nieces, my nephews. and um, But because my parents were absent a lot of the time growing up, um, and then once I hit a, this teenage stage, I just decided that I was done with um, everything that was happening at home. My parents were fighting a lot. There was a lot of domestic violence, and I left. How was it being raised by your brothers? Before we get into mm-hmm. maybe some other things involved going on in your household, I mean, being raised. I mean, what do what do siblings, especially older brothers? You hear about older sisters mm-hmm. raising their younger siblings, right? But older brothers, it's just kind of like a different dynamic because, you know, boys are made a little different, you know. And so to give you actually the actual attention, the maybe the love that you needed, that was probably obviously lacking. Is that safe to say? Yes. Because they can only give you so much because yes. they were only getting so much. Right. Yeah. Well, my sisters were raising me and my my old my sister Jennifer was raising me and my sister Jessica at mm-hmm. one point in our in our young ages, you know. Um, and anyways, that's another story. But. <clears throat> it happens a lot is what yes. I'm trying to get at. It happens a lot. When yes. family's got to work or if it's a single mom, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. It is what it is. Yes. You know, so your brother was ra- pulling his weight, doing his thing. I mean, how was he with you? Do you remember good times? Um, I remember good times, definitely. Like, sometimes the food wasn't good, but he tried. <laughs> um, and then he would also, um, it, it was good. I it, A lot of these memories have kind of, I've kind of blocked them, but it, I mean, it, it was overall very loving. They did what they could. They were very... Um, supportive of me like your brothers they, yes they would take care of me um, they would feed me and that's basically all I don't remember yeah no for sure for sure and so how many brothers you said were there older than you that were taking care of you was it just one particular brother that one brother out? and one sister one brother and one yes. sister okay so the one brother one sister was the, the sister is the one that was uh, born in the 90s yes okay and then your older brother was the one born in the 70s uh, no, okay, so I have four brothers. Okay, there you sisters. go. Uh, okay. Uh, two of my brothers were born in the 70s. One was <clears throat> one, uh, one sister was born in the 70s, and then my other um, my other brother and my other sister, the two that come right before me, they were born in the 80s. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, I I'm know. confusing you and confusing yes. myself. <laughs> I was just trying to, like, uh, distinguish who was the one taking care of you, which older brother was taking care of you. Was it your? The one in the 80s. The one in the 80s, yes. yeah, okay. Yeah. And so then, you know, and, and then, you know, you talked about domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Um, man, whatever, I don't, I think that's very common in a household where, you know, people are just stressed out, man. Stressed out, going to, through things, trying to make ends meet, you know. Menopause hits. What is it? Menopause. Menopause? Yeah. It, yeah? Yeah. Was your, so you're, this, during this time, your mom was going through menopause. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so it was and really Pops hard. Got, it and, was really hard. That was and, really hard. And so mom's going through some emotional things. Mm-hmm. Pops is over there with a bottle of tequila talking about yes. where the stripper's <laughs> at. You know what I mean? You know? I don't mean to make a joke out of it, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. Like, they were, they were going through some things. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Clash of the Titans in the household. Mom <laughs> and Pops. They didn't last? No, they're still married. Oh, sh- yeah. we'll get to that. Yes. They made it through the storm. Yeah, they made it. They made it through the storm. They made it through the storm. So you tell me how much detail you want to share, and I'm not trying to be pushy about it, but we, we, we are very transparent on this platform, right. which you know because you watch it, right? Yeah. 
And so you got to a point in your early teenage years where you say, you know what, I had enough of this. Yes. I was I was done with my mom. I was done with my dad. It was too much violence <sighs> going on in that home. Yeah. And to be honest, I was looking for love, right? Um, it's a lot of things that people don't talk about, but I was looking for that attention. And I ended up going into the situation. With the, I ended up getting pregnant. Um, I didn't, you know, the pregnancy didn't um, survive. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And um, I, I ran right into, into domestic violence with a, um, with my partner. Yes. Yeah. And he started. Um, it was a really violent. We started as soon as I walked into that home. I started getting beat. I started, you know, getting beaten up by him. Yes. And when you walked in the home, were you walking into his home? Or were you walking into his family home? In the family home. His family home. Mm-hmm. And the, the, obviously, you guys were kids at the time, right? Yes. And so he was fucked up. Maybe, I mean, sometimes we do what we what's around us. We, you know, you know, was, was it a dysfunctional household probably? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Drugs involved? Drugs. Drugs. Yes, crystal. Met, oh, yeah. 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 Um, crack. Crack? <laughs> yeah. Damn. <clears throat> crack meth yeah that's a recipe for madness you know were you did you start using at the time yes when i was with him would you with when you're with him and so it, that could be a hard situation because you're now you're addicted to drugs and um sometimes you need those drugs huh and sometimes you put up with stuff in your life you necessarily wouldn't put up with if you right. weren't on drugs and you needed drugs. Yes. And these dudes are, have their way with females. and I mean, they're young kids, too, so they're just as naive as... Not as naive. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to, like... I'm not, I'm not condoning that shit at all. Right. But sometimes what we see is what we do. And as a child, he's probably doing what was, you know, passed down to him, so to speak, right? Right. You know, was his family on drugs too? Um, not that I remember, but um, yeah, but it, it was, was a- just something that I feel like he was just addicted to, and then unfortunately I got involved in that life too. And how old were you at the time? I was seventeen. You were seventeen. 17. And and those are exciting times to be on the streets and be on drugs mm-hmm. and just like the whole lifestyle. You know, it's. I mean, I was there. My cousin was there. Casey was in Catholic school. Um, he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And so, how did you how did you move from there? Did you get out of that relationship? Um. So, um, during that time, I was you know he was kicking me out. I was sleeping in my car. Um, that's you know I had too much pride to go home. I didn't want to go back home. My parents, but my parents would tell me like, come back home, please. Um, I just, I was very prideful. I, I wanted to kind of make it work. And, um, you know, it was always like, I'm, I'm going to change. I'm going to change. And he would tell you that. Yes. He, oh, yes. Yeah. But, um, but you were on drugs though too. Right. So there were some changes that you had, you were supposed to make yes. too. Yes. I mean, it's hard to change. Yeah. And I didn't want to go back home to that. I didn't want to see my parents. My sister would tell me all the time, Candy, you look like you look bad. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I didn't. It was it was really hard to go back home. How did drugs make you feel back then? Well, while I was using them, I felt amazing, but um, I knew that my life was deteriorating. Like I was not doing good. I was not going. I was not doing anything with my life, 
And so I felt like the the, the outcome was the only outcome from that situation was that I was going to end up in prison or I was going to end up dead. Yeah. Right. Um, because I was since I was the only one in the relationship working, um, I was the one that would provide the drugs. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so when there was an because you provided the funds. Yes. Damn. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. What were you working at at the time? I was working at Sloss and Swami. Sloss and Swami? Mm-hmm. That's what's up. What were you doing there? Slanging them T's, them Triple H's? <laughs> um, I, was, uh, I was working in retail, like in selling lingerie and stuff. Is that right? Yeah. Damn. He must have liked that, huh? I'm not trying to sound like a creep. I mean, any dude that's got a female that works at, uh, you know, in that type of retail, yeah. Anyways, um, that's interesting. I mean, how was it working at the Sloss and Swap Meet? Good memories or? Um, a lot of, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. Um, Do you still go there? Yeah, sometimes. I still go there. I still buy clothes. I still buy makeup. Yeah. Just to remember. Absolutely. Stay close to the roots, baby. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so uh so you're working, you're you got the bag for the for the dope. He can't I mean, damn, he had he kinda had it made and he was having it his way, but he was fucking not taking care of what he had, right? Right. Yeah. And you know, the last thing that just where I decided just like, okay, I need to leave, I need to leave the situation was when um I was like, Okay, I've had enough, I'm not gonna give you any more money. Um, we're not gonna, we're gonna stop using drugs. Um, was he got really upset and he wanted to kind of pimp me out. He wanted to pimp yeah. you out, and this is the meth talking too. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the meth talking. You know, and how did you feel about that? That was like the final thing. I couldn't take it no more. I I mean, at some point, I'm like, damn, where's my dignity? Where where's my self respect? Like this is this is too much already. I can't deal with this. And that's all I would think about. Where's my dignity? Hundred percent, as you should, but obviously he had some mistrust issues that he was thinking that his. I mean, the, the methamphetamine really dements the mind. You know, it makes you do things that you would never do. Is that safe to say? Right. Hundred percent. You know, but at least you weren't. You still had a little bit of a grip in your life to be like, uh, 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 motherfucker, yes. <laughs> you ain't yes. pipping me out, bitch. Right. Yeah. And I think that's because I had my father. Um, you know, even though he was absent. He, he would still put a lot of, you know, good messages in my head, and he tried to raise me as best as he could. That's good. Shout out to him for that. He, ins- he instilled some some seeds that, mm-hmm. that still flourished, even though it was a, there was a drought going on <laughs> in your life, right? right? Yes, for sure. Yeah, 100%. And so the dude, I mean, how did he, how did he, did he have, did he, how did he propose that to you? The pimping thing. I mean, was it just like fucking like a, a Tourette's moment? Like just yelled it out randomly? Or did he just like, you know, just say, hey, I want to talk to you. We got to find another way no, to make some money. No, it was like, um, let's go. I'm oh, he wasn't you. even. He's like, I'm dragging your ass out of the house. Um, and he did. Um, luckily, my neighbors um, were able to stop him. Um, and they didn't let me out of the house. Damn. He was taking you straight to the mm-hmm. boulevard, huh? Yes. That's a cold little motherfucker yeah. right there. I wonder where he's at right now. <laughs> he's not doing well. He's not doing well. Yeah. Karma's a bitch. Yes. Shit. Yeah. 
Well, I've never had to do anything. When people do something wrong to me, I've never had to do anything. I just let karma take care of them. Do you uh, believe in witchcraft? No. No? What's your religion? I'm Catholic. You're Catholic? Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, okay, so the neighbors intervene. You're getting pulled out, and um, they intervene. And that was that the final break? In that was your the guys? final break. Yeah. yeah. And I told my dad, please, like, come pick me up. Um, he's like, are you going to get it together now? Or is, are you going to stay here? And I said, yes, I'm going to stay. My dad took me to, um, like, a week later. Um, he took me to school, and he helped me enroll. Dope. For college, yeah. For college. Mm -hmm. And so you had graduated high school? Um, no. I was a high school dropout, but I still enrolled in, in these courses just to pick up somewhere. Exactly. Right. Yeah, just to, just to turn over a, a, new, a new leaf, so to speak, a new stone or however they say it. Yes. Yeah, just drive, jump right back in there. And so how was, you, how was it? Is this when you sobered up as well? And it, was, it was during the process that I was sobering up. Um, it was really hard because I kept, um, you know, I, I, I kept wanting to go back. To him? Yes, to the drugs, to just the lifestyle. Um, I was really, I was, you know, it, it was a, a big struggle for like about two years that I kept going, you know, back and forth within my own, like, you know, um, processing, you know, um, should I go back? Should I stay? Should I go back? Yeah. There's a lot of women, that are, are young, a lot of young girls during that time that it's, it's, it's really interesting that, you know, even though they might be getting abused, this, that, but it's just the drugs. It's probably the, just the drugs. Huh? Right. Just the drugs. That's all it is. Ah. And so you fought those, you fought those urges and you never went back. I never went back. Good for you. Good for you. Who knows where that would have set you off to <laughs> if you'd have went back. Right. Shit. Probably that route. Prostitution. Mm -hmm. I mean, we might have had you on here on a whole nother level. <laughs> I mean, you never know, right? Yeah. You know, you might have been on no jumper instead of hoodstock sharing <laughs> this story. <laughs> I'm sorry too. <laughs> you can leave your water up here. It's all good. I don't know where you got it down there. Um, and so you fought the urges. You stayed in school. And how did that go from there? Oh, my life changed forever. Um, it was one of the my my time in college was one of the best experience. Um, I first studied um, nursing. I took a few nursing classes, but um, I decided that that wasn't my. I didn't want to do that. I yeah. took because um, during that time I had to take a few prerequisite classes okay. and I took psychology and I fell in love. I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to work with behaviors. I want to, um, I want to work with women who are being abused. And um, during that time, one of my courses, a uh, professor said, hey, Candy, they're hiring at this company. My friend, my, one of my friends is hiring. Um, and, but it's not working with women. It's working with children. And I said, okay, um, I'll take the opportunity. It was just the opportunity was given, and I took it. And um, that's where I started working with um, child development and behaviors. So how much, how much schooling did you have to put in to obtain? Are, do you have, like, a, a degree in therapy so or something? I have an associate in um, psychology. 
Okay. From Long Beach City College, and then I transferred to California State University of Dominguez Hills, and that's I have an undergrad in psychology. Congratulations. Would you fall in love? Would you fall in love with with psychology? Like what part of it? Um, it was more of the behaviors, learning about behaviors, the functions of behavior, um, reinforcement, um, and how I can help um, change maladaptive behaviors with children. Maladaptive? Yes. Male? Maladaptive. What, how do you say that again? Maladaptive. <laughs> maladaptive. Uh, behavior problems. Okay, okay. Yes. Scratching, <clears throat> biting, hitting, throwing. Got you, got you. I have... Uh, well, that's, I, w- I would say if you can give an a- analysis of, of this platform, mm-hmm. it may be me, but you, you kind of, uh, you're, you're, you uh, deal with kids. I mean, but I, yeah. I'm a kind of a kid sometimes. I think I still have kid. Uh, I mean, what would you say about me? Have you watched po- Hoodstocks? You watch a few yeah. Hoodstocks, right? Yeah. I mean, what would be your, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Your professional analysis? He has to hold that um, thing in his hand to smoke on it. So well, it he's depends. What, what is the behavior? What, um, what are we talking about? Erratic behavior. Uh, what does that look like? <laughs> Put the camera on Casey real quick. No. <laughs> um, what is? Uh, can you define erratic behavior? I actually can't. But I know that I have a... <laughs> I actually can't. <laughs> I can't define it, but I can show you. No, um, now nah, let's let's skip that. Let's skip okay. that. Um, so, you have been working with kids. Yes. You have been working with kids. How long have you been doing it for? I've been doing that for five years. Five years. Yes. Nice. Good stuff. So you never strayed from your course. Uh, I mean, you've never strayed. You've never fell off the wagon, so to speak. No. No. Never. never not once. Do you drink? Smoke weed? Anything? I drink occasionally. Occasionally? Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. You know, what's one thing about about women or girls, young girls, is, man, they mature so much quicker. I mean, they can really just, like, yes. that's it. Right. No more. It's true. Like, I see it at my work. Like, little two-year-olds will um, do the activity faster than boys. And, you know, that's, that's, you know what, I love that. You know why I love that? Because as boys growing into young men, men, I mean, we are we are so much more capable in other areas than women are. But I'm glad that they have that one over us. You know, they have that power over us. Because women rule the world, you know? You know what they say about that thing that keeps the world spinning, right? No? Yes. Money. <laughs> money? Yes, <laughs> money. Um, keep being professional here. Uh, but but it's true. Women are the foundation of this world, yes. you know. And if they were maturing later than us, it'd be fucking mayhem. It'd be a one big fucking party. This is their territory, Mother Earth. Mother Earth. And usually, when you say God, you point up because he's masculine and theirs is feminine. You know what? I just want to give a big shout out to all the women in this world, man. Right here in Hoodstocks. As much as I talk shit. And just crazy shit that sometimes is said on this platform. Like, I really, really, really appreciate the women on this planet because they keep us in line, and they are the balance. They are the good balance, you know? 
Yeah. And so you were saying that we went off. I went off on this because you're saying that the the little girls uh, learn quicker than the boys. And so these kids that are put into your, you know, caseload. Your caseload. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That are put into your caseload is because they are having behavior issues. They're, they're um, so. Okay, so it's it's there's different cases, right? Um, sometimes um, the children are not um, doing things that they're supposed to be doing for their age. Like they're 12 months and they're not sitting down. So then they're referred to their doctor and their doctor tells them, okay, like okay, we're going to get them some services. Um, but see, sometimes a lot of times doctors don't catch those signs and they say, no, it's okay, they'll grow out of it. And then, the, you know, um, then that's how little by little, you know, it, it becomes too late. Ugh, how do I say it? Um, it it's kind of uh, when doctors don't listen to what we need, um, what, what the children need, it takes longer for things to get diagnosed. You know what I mean? Like autism. Got you. Um, I work with children zero who are zero to three who have delays or um, a disability, right? And um, so I use play therapy to help stimulate their development. And is this through like? Um is this th- is this through programs of like Medi-Cal or something, or is there all levels of kids that are put into your caseload? Are you a are you a county type of caseload? Um, no, so I work for the regional center. There's 21 regional centers here in California, and um, so parents can reach out to the regional center. Um, like for example, I work for the South Central Los Angeles Regional Center. They can reach out to them and tell them their um, their concerns in regards to their child's development. There's six areas of development, um, such as cognitive skills. That's um, problem solving, learning to match and associate things together, discriminate, um, learning about sizes, um, cause and effect, a language. Language is broken down into two parts. It's um, receptive and expressive. Receptive um, is um, has to do with understanding the meaning of words, like uh, verbs. Um, what is she doing? She's jumping. She's crying. She's sleeping adjectives, he's sad, he's happy, um, learning to listen to instructions. And um, so it's, it's step by step, expressive language. I help children learn how to communicate either through, um, through you know, their words or through signs, um, gestures. I also work with fine motor skills. That's the mom, small muscles of the body, like the, you know, your fingers. Um, learning to grasp things, learn to learn to cut with scissors, uh, manipulate objects um, like stringing beads. I, like I don't know if you've ever come, you know, like um, when you put a string in a bead and you or uh, you know you you just become frustrated. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but anyways, uh, gross motor skills. I help um, teach. I help children learn how to um, walk, how to sit, how to roll from stomach to their back and their back to their belly. Um, social skills. Learning to um, um, play with other children, being gentle, sharing, self-help, um, learning to brush your teeth, comb their hair, um, potty training. Huh. So then you probably wouldn't be very happy with some of my parenting skills that I use sometimes. <laughs> you know, because sometimes, well, I got two. I got two girls, right? Yeah. And one time, sometimes they'll be like, "Daddy." She hit me and she'd be crying, and I'd be like, "Well, hit her back." <laughs> How do you feel about that? Um, 
Well, it's wrong. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I know it's wrong, but it feels so right when I see the other one crying to hit her back and feel good about herself and be like, now what's up? You won't respect How me. How old are your kids? Um, seven and eight. Oh, okay. They're older. Yeah. But this this was just like maybe a, a couple years ago right. that I'd be just laying there, bad dad on the sofa, you know, watching football, slice of pizza on my chest, too lazy to get up. Head in the dog. Kids crying. I'm trying to paint the picture for you real quick. All right. I you see know? <laughs> Kids crying. Daddy, he hit, she hit me. Hit her back. <laughs> <laughs> no? No. I'm not getting no award of that year or anything. Daddy of the year. Hmm. I guess. Well, you know. Um, social, you know, for... Huh? Social, emotional support. I just see that it makes them feel better. I mean, it makes them feel good. Like that, daddy? Yeah, yeah like that. And they <laughs> go get the bat or a knife, and I'm like, whoa, hold up! She got to go to school tomorrow. Put that down. Um, raising kids is very complicated. Do I have it right? No, I don't. Was I but raised? Try. Was I raised right? No, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Was I given the tools at an early age to pass on to my kids? Fuck no, I wasn't given those tools. They gave me a box, and it was a Happy Meal box with nothing but wrappers in it. The fuck am I gonna do with that? You feel me? You know. So I've had to learn on the fly. You know. Right. And so, like the great Al Bundy once said, no, "I'm just fucking with you." Um, <laughs> you ever watch Married with Children? I used to, yeah, back in the day. Dude, was that like one of the best shows or what? That's all there was. <laughs> <laughs> that's all there was. Yeah, that's all there was. They don't even have good shows like that anymore, huh? That's no, that's false, dude. Oh, like it's like family shows. Yeah. What like about Modern Family? Modern Family, okay. That was a good one. There you go. I don't watch TV, so. No. I don't have time. Hmm. You're busy. This this consumes all your time? Yeah, for sure. Yeah? Even you take your work home with you? I try not to. So I had to take July off uh, for my mental health because of that. Because it's 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 I, I take a lot of energy. You know, you when you work in kids. with the kids and yeah. homes, there's problems. Um, I work with undocumented people. Um, there's money issues. So I do take a lot of that home with me, for sure. I'm giving you the clap for a round of applause for just being like an angel in this world and doing what you do, you know, without people like you, man. It's just, it'd be even more dysfunctional than it is, man. And I'm sure, like, the passion is bigger than the pay. Is that safe to say? Does that make sense? The passion in what you do, you probably deserve a lot more money. Right. I mean, I don't know how much money you get. You didn't disclose how much money you get. I'm not going to ask you. But I just hear about, excuse me, I just hear about, like, teachers being underpaid, this, that, you know. Shoot, man. One's taking care of our kids, man. They need to be rich, feel good, less stress. Um, But you yeah, take the— and, and when you go into this field, when you're in school, they tell you, like, this is not a career where you're going to be rich. You're doing this because you want to help people, because you want to— be that change in you know these kids' lives, or um, so we know we're aware when we're 
we're, when we're going into this field that we're not going to make a lot of money. You're not going to make a lot of money. Right. But you are going to change humans' lives at an early age and hopefully set them on the right track. And that's kind of like doing God's work right there. It's amazing. It takes a special yes, human being to do that. A lot of patience too. Patience, right? Like I have scars all over my body because I get scratched. I get, um, you know, bitten. I was a biter. People throw shit at me. Yeah. You little kids. Yeah. And then sometimes if um, parents are going through something, if the parents are not mentally okay. Um, then I, it's another issue with the parents. Like I just, a couple of weeks ago, I had a dad pull the belt on me and try to hit me. He wanted to spank you? Yeah, basically. <laughs> what? <laughs> he really tried to hit me, for real. He wanted to spank you? Really? Bro. Yeah. How, how do you feel about, uh, <clears throat> how do you feel about autism and that? I'm not sure exactly and what that diagnosis. How do you how do you feel about how do you feel about maybe I'll ask you this way. Do you feel like um vaccines may cause autism? Okay. Or do you think the spike has to just do uh is just naturally occurring that there's more um autistic kids now than there were um in the 70s? Um okay, so this is a very controversial. It's a very controversial um from my understanding is that uh, autism is caused by um, toxins in the environment, genetics, um, or the parents' age. Parents, I heard about the parents' ages. Yeah. Um, I haven't really, you know, heard about vaccines, but there is speculations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did I want to go back to the dude that was trying to hit you with a belt? Like what? Like what? What possessed him to pull his belt off his waist to hit you? Yes. And how did you defuse that situation? Um, I got up and I left. That's how I defused the situation because at that point I'm being disrespected. I'm, um, I'm in danger. Yeah. I'm in someone's home. I don't oh, know if they have. A, you go to the home? Yes, I go. You to do the house home. visits? Yes. I go to their homes, um, and I, I just I just picked up my stuff and I left. I'm like, okay, you know what, sir? Um, why did that? Why did that situation occur? Um, I mean, what what okay, what, what, um, what? I can't go too much into details, exactly. but basically, yeah. what happened was that um, my job is to provide therapy, right? I'm not there to. I'm not a, a teacher, and I'm not a parent. I'm not your child's parent. And, yeah. you know, they, the parent wanted me to educate his kid. Uh, um, you know, scold him, and that's not my job. And then, he obviously... And he, and, and he was he was a machista. He didn't like the way I was talking. You know, I, I responded back to him, and he, he's like, oh, really? He took off his belt, and he tried to hit me with it. <sighs> and so, what you know, un that's an unfortunate situation. I'm sorry that you have to go through that. But what happens, most importantly, though, what happens to the child of that? Is there another therapist that is, you're out of that case, and that case gets put onto someone yes. else's lap? That, that case gets put onto someone's lap. Maybe a male's lap, a dude's lap? Yeah, for sure. For sure a dude's yeah, lap. Yeah, because now. That's documented. Yes. And, and does he face any type of, uh, I mean. So when that happens, we're mandated reporters, and, you know, there has to be a wellness check done. Well, on the parents now? Yes. 
Yeah, hundred percent. So that's when social services come involved. Are you a part of social services? No. No, that's a different department. Yes. Yeah, that's the third floor. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. But it's all basically works hand in hand. Yes, together. we work together. If absolutely, if there's someone on the foster care system, a lot of my ch- um, students are in the foster care. Is there? It, would you say there's a lot of incompetent people on that side of where you work at, or is that just in social services? What do you mean? <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to put you in that predicament. I mean, because you probably have people and friends in all levels of that. Uh, I just think about situations that have happened. They've made Netflix specials about on the social services sides where they just kind of like oh, drop the ball. Yeah. Where they like seriously drop the ball. Like it was in plain sight yes. that the kid was yes. in danger. Yes. And there was multiple reportings. Yeah. Right. And so when you go into these people's homes, and you see, because you know what these homes look like when there's drug use involved. You know what drug addicts look like because you had a little stint yourself on that mm-hmm. coming up that set you on this path, mm-hmm. which is what sent you on this path, do you yes, think? 100%, sure. yeah. And and so when you see this and you're reading the room, and you're saying this is an unsafe environment, then you're required by, by the, you know, I, I would say the state of California, but you were, you're required by you being a good human being in this world to report this, correct? Yes. Yeah. Do you see a lot of that? Um, it's rare. It's I, rare. I don't, yeah. So you're going into some pretty decent homes that is just legit kids that, you know? I, you know. I mean, not legit kids, but le- legit households. For the most part, yes. Hardworking people. Yeah. I work in, with, in the Hispanic community, African-American community. Yeah. Do you see when when it comes to Hispanic kids? And what Afri- I see a lot in my field is more of like um, how poverty um, really affects our community. That's what I see a lot. Because a lot of these homes you're visiting are 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 are, are in poverty. Yes. And so you know what? I, check this out. I want to say this. I was at uh, I think it was like a fool for less or something. Mm-hmm. Man, ooh, I had to hold everything back from telling this lady something. It was a black lady. Mm-hmm. It was a black woman. And, you know, it could have been a Mexican woman. It could have been any other color. But it just happened to be a black woman. And she was talking at the time to a, her daughter that was around the age of my daughter at the time. And I'm going to say, like, four years old, you know, when they just can. They're already walking, you know. They're in the market. They know they want the hot Cheetos or some Skittles or something, right? Mm-hmm. Innocence, right? The innocence of the beginning. Yes. Stages of life. <laughs> this freaking broad was talking to her four-year-old like a gangster. Shut your ass up. I'm tired of you been bugging me all fucking day with this nonsense. Like, talking to it. I was like, bro, I mean, Miss Candy, I was just like, dude, I wanted to be like, hey. But I felt like if I told her something that I would make it worse, for the child. Oh, yes. You hear what I'm yeah, saying? Because yeah. of you. Yeah. This motherfucker's in my face telling me something. And that crossed my mind because I was this close to saying, hey, you talking to a motherfucking four-year-old, stupid? Yes. What's wrong and, with and, you? And they, they are. I mean, I'm sorry, but this is a stupid person. Like, they're not okay in their mind. And they, they obviously don't know how to raise a child. Fuck, man. And they don't have the patience. and It's poverty. 
It's right. poverty. It's all the it's the it's the lack of education. Lack it's of education. Be, it's being in a bad situation. It, the, you know everything is falling closing in on you. The ceiling, the light bill, the heat bill. Fucking dude, man, he's fucking another bitch, and he just had another baby with blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Like right. it's just life, just fucking crumbling down on you. Right. You know, yeah, d- you're I mean, a single mom, and you're just fucking just you're just at the break. And the, the, this got you at this point. And so I analyze this and I think this because I've been in fucked up situations in life. And I think about, well, what would make me talk to a little kid like that? Right. Me personally, the way I am, I would say nothing, you know. Um, but we do have our moments. You know, our people have their moments, you know. And uh, it was just, it was bad, dude. And she didn't give a fuck. She was loud as shit in the supermarket. She didn't care about anyone her. Like, there's some people that maybe you got to worry about the people that are just fucking acting all <clears throat> cool in the market, you know? Maybe she's the least one you got to worry about, right? Yes. Who knows? There's different cases for different people, right. you know? The ones playing it off in the market. All right, come on, sweetie. What do you want? You know, and maybe there's something yeah. going. Like, you can never really... We don't know what's happening behind closed doors. We don't. And you right. can be walking into these houses. You can be walking into these houses and they're just like, all right, clean the house. Candy's coming. You know? Put some cookies on the table. We know she likes chocolate chips. Right? right? I'm just saying, like, they can just be, like, setting the stage up yes, for the for sure. fucking performance. For sure. That's why when I go in a home, I never <sighs> give my back to the door. I'm like, I need that door open. Oh, you um, tell them that? Yes, I need that door the open. The front door's always got to be open. Yes. Um, that the front door has to be open. Um, I have to be sitting somewhere like near the door, um, and I need to know. Like I, I, ups- I don't ask, but I, I'm aware of who's in the home. That's, that's it's, because it's dangerous, you know. Yeah. You don't know who you're going with. You going into the hoods too? Yeah. Yeah. South Central. Got a little strap on you? No. <laughs> I wish. A little gun on you. A little pink gun. <laughs> Says candy. <laughs> Ryan stoned out. Ryan stoned out. <laughs> you, man, you need protection. Seriously, man. It's just, this world, man, is just, it's really, really crazy. But it, it starts, the reason why it's so crazy, because it starts from the, from the roots, the childhood, the upbringing, you know. These cra- craziness is passed on from generation to generation. And, you know, during the pandemic, it was the worst because we had to do it over Zoom. So I was seeing, you know, that was a whole nother. I would ask parents, um, can we please get, you know, a box of crayons? Can We need it. Um, so right now I take my toys, right, to the homes. Um, I take my, my items. But during the pandemic, I... There was n- I couldn't go see them, right? So we were doing over Zoom, and I would tell the parents, hey, can you please get um, you know, a box of crayons, go to the 99-cent store, um, <clears throat> buy a, a notepad, and um, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. And it's just $10. It's just 20 And they're like, I can't, Candy. Like, I, I really can't. Um, it's not in the budget. It's not in the budget. I have to buy milk. I have to pay bills. <clears throat> and, you know, um, it was during that time that I also, I just went to the you know to the stores and I started buying a whole bunch of items and I would take them to the parents. Ah man. It's not in the budget. The livelihood of my childhood is not in the budget. And that's just you know no 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 shade on the on the parent but sometimes some some people can be easily judged from hearing that. 
because they've never experienced that, right? But then there's some people that are made different, and they're like, you know what? It's not in the budget, but somehow, some way, even if I got to go steal that shit, I'm going to steal that shit. Because there's some gangster-ass moms, there's some gangster-ass dads that be like, bam, you're going to whistle at the neighborhood crackhead. Hey, you want some crack, homie? Check it out. I need crayons. I need coloring paper. Mm -hmm. And they're going to make it happen. Yeah. I've been there, and I've seen it. Yeah. You know? Priorities, huh? Right. Priorities. Are you cold? A little bit. <laughs> you want a sweater or something? No, I'm good. Okay. We got Casey's got an extra turtleneck laying right there. <laughs> <laughs> Shops at Old Navy. Shop at Baby Gap, sir. <laughs> you have a really amazing job, and I think it's important. And that's it's important that we have individuals like yourself on this platform to share uh, these stories and 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 you know your profession, you know, your struggle. It's a struggle, right? It is. It's just a struggle. It is. I have to deal with so many personalities, so many needs. Yeah. And not only from the child. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But but it's, it's, I love it. I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. That's good, man. So you you talked about the dude pulling the belt on you. Do you have another crazy story of a situation that happened in someone's home or maybe some shit that you saw that you're like, oh, damn. Let me, turn, let me turn a blind eye to that. I mean, not that you would turn a blind eye because that's you're not supposed to do that, but mm. it's just confidential stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah, we'll leave it like that. Yeah. Absolutely. And so when you do these wellness days, you talked mm-hmm. about doing wellness days where you have to worry about your mental health. I mean, how do you how do, you do that? How do you uh, just take a, 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 a step back and just breathe, you know, breathe a little and just not have to, just kind of reset, hit the reset button. What do you do for yourself? Um, well, what I like to do to, you know, decompress is I like to um, run um, and I like to meditate. That's what I do. I do breathing techniques Yeah. to help me with stress, yeah. What kind of breathing techniques do you do? Um, the diaphragmatic uh, breathing. Yeah. Like where you blow your stomach out. Yeah. And then um, you have to inhale, but all the way in. Blow yeah. your stomach out and then breathe it out. But you have to do that repeatedly. Yeah. And it helps with anxiety levels and stress. I was in a I was in a lockup environment one time and I got my my I got my hands on a book. I think it was called Chi, Tai Chi, something like that. And it had breathing exercises. And so next thing you know it, I'm right here in a, I'm in East Max, LA County, you know, Wayside. And uh I was I had a top bunk fighting this case. And I've always, I've always dealt with horrible anxiety. I've had, I've had like, you know, I've had mental health little issues since a child, you know. And I'm, I'm transparent about it, you know. I actually, to this day, I, I mean, I see a, see a psychologist, you know. I, I you know, I, I got my, you gotta get yourself treated. You know I mean? Shit, I got a union, got some good ass fucking uh, uh, benefits. Shit, I was getting everything checked out, you know. They were tired of my ass. <laughs> They're like, what's wrong with you this week, motherfucker? Yes. I'm like, this toenail's growing in crooked. <laughs> dude, I was just like, dude, I got insurance. I don't know what the fuck to do with myself. Everything, I was just, because I never had insurance. I never seen a dentist as a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, anyways, uh, so I got I get my hands on this book, back what I was saying. And uh, this is me just trying to work out my... My anxiety, uh, all this stuff, and I get my. Hand, this, I'm reading this breathing book, and the, you know, you close your eyes, you take a deep breath, and you work the stress as you as you exhale. You 
work out different parts of your body. All right, right now, inhale, exhale. And as I exhale, I'm pushing the stress from my midsection, my thighs, my knees, and I'm letting it release through my toes. You know, this is what this book's telling me to do, you know? And I would do it, you know? And, um, you know, when you're in an environment like that of, you know, fucking macho men and all kinds of different fucking characters and creatures. <laughs> There's got to be a point in time where you just say, man, fuck it, I'm doing this for myself. I don't know what it looked like on that top bunk doing that shit. I do that shit because I felt like I needed, I needed, I needed something. And when you're raised in the, the system, county system, state system, um, it's frowned upon for good homies, solid homies, strong gangsters to go and see the psych or to see to get that type of medical attention. It's looked at as a weakness, you know? And so I had to I had to find alternatives, you know, so that time I had that book. Um but uh I'm I'm very How very, was it for you? I mean, you know, it kept my mind busy. It you know, sometimes you gotta keep your mind busy on you gotta distract it. You gotta play a trick on your own self. Yeah. You know? You gotta, you know, sometimes you gotta fucking psych yourself out, bro. And I had to like really psych myself out in a sense of, you know, trying to lose myself from my thought process that I was uh, the current state in of huge amounts of stress and anxiety, court case, surrounded situation. I mean, whatever's going on outside, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it was an uh, it was an escape for me. And you know what? It worked. It worked at the time, but that's that that is something that is very uh say in, internal and you have to practice 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 yes. it. yeah it takes some time to get used to it it's something new it's not nothing that we teach that we've been um, educated on as growing up when i'm with my little kids and they're throwing a tantrum i'm like i wait for them to have their tantrum i ignore them and i'm like okay now you're back now let's do some breathing techniques you do that with the yes, little kids too? Yes, I do too? that with the little kids. And, and then teach the, me a little bit of that. And then the mom tells me, Candy, you know, we were at the store and she didn't get what she wanted and she was doing the breathing techniques. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. I love that. And these are two, three-year-olds, four-year-olds. You know what you're doing? You're putting tools in their toolbox. You know, you're giving them tools. And we are, we are raised without any tools. Hey, can you give her that little velvet blanket we got over there, bro? You put over your arms? Yeah. Give her that little velvet blanket. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, please. It's cold in here. Is it around here? We had it around here. Yes. Okay. Or maybe it's in the uh, in the storage. Yeah, area. it might be in the storage area. It's a little velvet blanket. Or in, in that box right there. It's cold in here. But thank God it's cold in here. You know why? Because... I love this studio because the air conditioner is always turned all the way up. Even that brown box right there, Nick, underneath that. No, there's wine in that one. There's wine in that brown box. And so breathing techniques. How do you teach the kids breathing techniques? And, and man, and kids, dude, like you got grown adults that uh, their attention span is about that. The bandwidth is about that. Put it around her shoulders, bro. You got that? Is that yeah, cool? Does that it, work? Yeah. I'll put it right here. I'll okay. Thank you. Yeah, don't worry about that. Blankets, uh, K9 and Jaylene of, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
stiff might be might be stiff stiff blanket. Um. So breathing techniques. Yes. How do you teach the little ones breathing techniques? I mean, especially if they might be a little bit of a ADHD and all that right. other cool shit, yes. cool stuff. I mean, how do you teach them that? So I hold their hand, I squeeze them. Okay. I'm like, okay, pay attention to me, look at me, and I make sure that there's that this connection um, with me and the kid. Like I'm here, I'm, I'm here with you. Whatever you're going through, like why, whatever reason you're crying for, like it's okay. So I grab their hands because this is also like a sensory um stimulation yeah. that it helps um with stress so i squeeze them i squeeze their arms and then i, t- I tell them to look at me and then um i tell them to breathe in and then breathe out and then if they don't they're like no i don't want to do it i don't want to do it i'm like we're going to do it you know come on do it with me and then they feel better you know can we practice nick can you act like a toddler right now <laughs> and she can sh- demonstrate would you demonstrate with nick he's already bald so that works yeah would you demonstrate <laughs> Casey, can you demonstrate with Casey? Uh, yeah? No. No? Oh, I can show you this. Look. Okay, he's so a creep. Another, you don't want to touch uh, his hands. They'll probably be all moist and shit. Another like. like tool that I use if children don't like to like um, breathe, um, yeah. it's a sensory brush. Uh-huh. And I help, um, you know, kind of oh, yeah. relax them with this. Oh, yeah, yeah that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sensory brush that I use with my students. Yeah. Well, and what is it really, though? Is it a fucking... It's nice. Where do you get these things from? Um, I order them on Amazon. Yeah. I do that to their hair, to their ears. That shit feels good too. Their belly, their ears. Ears? Feet, everything. I give them a whole massage. With this? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Kids need massages. And and it's just and it makes them feel good, important. Right. I mean it's it's probably attention that it's probably attention that their family is just Maybe can't give them some. Right. Oh, th- I, when it comes to me identifying the reasons for the behaviors, um, it's it's usually four reasons why kids do what they do. It's um, for attention. It's one of them. Um, I don't know if like one of your daughters ever like kind of did something she was not supposed to when she turned around and looked at you. Yeah. Yeah, that's for att- attention seeking. Your your you know children do that to get your attention. Um, and then another one is for escape. They're escaping from doing something that they don't want to do. Um, yeah, all the time. Sensory. Um, so sometimes children do things because um, it feels good, like maybe smelling a blanket all the time. Um, you guys my, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Smelling a blanket. My Liana does that. Ah, yeah. Sensory, yes. Okay. She does that. She has her, uh, she calls it a binky. Okay. Her binky. Where's my binky at? There's this little blanket that she's had forever. And yeah, so children do that for sensory reasons. Um, so, uh, define that a little bit more for me, just so I can have understanding with my kids why they do that. Sensory. Um, so uh, when it comes to like children with autism, some children can clap their hands all day, um, wave their hands, smell things. Um, I don't know the reason why, like biologically, I don't know why they're doing that. Yeah. But it, they're doing it because it feels good. It stimulates the brain. Well, let's let's look at it like this. I'm smoking a vape, mm-hmm. right? So there's all levels of stimulation in regards to if you're a child or if you're a grown adult. Yes, for sure. Yeah, like yeah. why is this dude, look at, I can't get this thing out of my hand, look at it. Told you. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it just gives me a, it's a sensory thing, huh? It, gives me comfort? It might, yeah. Access to tangibles too is another reason why people do what they do. They just want access to something. I was thinking the other day, I was off getting off of work. And I was like, man, and I, so I, I try not to smoke this 
as much as I do on this podcast, outside of this podcast. But um, I was like, man, I can't wait to get home to hit this vape, right? And then uh, it just, it, it, remi- it reminds me of, of patterns in my life. Like sometimes I would go to Johnny's bar in my neighborhood when I was just trying to be good, be cool. But I knew always once I get a couple drinks that I'd wanna, right after that, I'd wanna go get high. You know, I'd wanna go, and this is when I was trying to stay away from it. I'm sure it all just like ties in somehow, some way from kids to adults and why they do what they do. If it's a blanket, I mean, crutches, uh, not crutches, what is it called, bro? things that we need in our life that are not necessarily good for us. I mean, this is adults. We're talking kids. Mm-hmm. I'm looking a little too far, and I'm not even stoned or anything like that. I didn't smoke weed. I don't want to smoke weed with you because, <clears throat> you know, I wanted to keep my head screwed on a little bit more straighter than I usually am, you know? Because um, this is my downtime right here. Oh, dogs. I see. Yeah, okay. I like to have, this, this is my therapy sessions. This is my... Uh, and I, I'm sure it's a lot of people's when they listen to this too, you know, just hearing this information. A lot of people could relate. There's probably people with kids right now that are thinking about. You have other stuff right here. What else do we have? Yeah. So. Um, you have puzzles. You have these little teddy bears with this right here. What is that? Yeah. So like I, I was mentioning earlier that there's six areas of development. Um, one of them is cognitive skills. It's a very important part. They all kind of interwine with each other to help prepare the kids for school, right? That's ultimately what I try to do, prepare children for school. So, for example, um, cognitive skills means that the child is learning to solve problems. And within just that area, there are different levels, like um, learning to put, um, you know, the size cups together, learning sizes. Um, Sorry. Um, associating and discriminating things, um, cause and effect. Um, so, for example, um, when it comes to cognitive skills, um, an activity that children can do um, is learn to match colors. And some some of the things I do with these kids is I just give them, like, I put this in their desk and then I help them, like, match the colors. Um, this has to do with associating and putting things together. Any questions? No, no. Um, just uh, and and you want to you want to be able to and this is this is all a part of your diagnosis with the child, because if you gave that to them, you gave them the teddy bears that fit, and where they were the same colors, same sizes, and they mismatched them, yes. then what diagnosis would you be giving them? Oh, I don't. I'm not a psychologist. I don't diagnose them. I just prepare them for the diagnosis. Uh, no, no, for um. Because they have a delays, I help them get to where they reach need their to be. milestones. Their milestones. Yes. There yes. you go. I help them reach their milestones because it takes them kind of a long time to learn to do things. So I have friends that have kids that have autism. Okay. And you deal with a lot of that, right? Yes. And we talked about we talked a little bit in the beginning about why maybe some kids have autism, you know, and um, you were saying. No, you weren't saying. Well, we said something that maybe had to do with maybe the age of the woman or whatnot, mm-hmm. that maybe kids have autism. Um, but what is, when you work with those kids, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of different, huh? Yes. Yeah. I mean, what is there a, is there a, a particular kid that you say you're tailored to, that you like, you, you, 
you well, like you working like, with children with autism is my ultimate favorite thing to do. Okay, I like okay. working with children. I have the why most, why. Um, okay, when when you work in this field, you have to have a lot of patience. We have a certain type of patience that it takes a long time for people to piss us off or um, to get us upset or frustrated. When you go into this field, like um, you know, you have to have a certain level of patience. Our patience is different. Um, but uh, what was your question? I'm sorry. Yeah. So no, you well, you answered a question that I was mm-hmm. trying to spit out, and you, you pulled it out of me. And thank you for that. Um, and so with autism kids, man, it's they're so interesting, yes, huh? They are because there's just they're different, so different. No one's the same. No one. Everyone's so different. And what are the differences that you see within the uh, kids that have autism? Um, so when I start catching signs when they're little, that's the thing. Sometimes it's really hard for parents to identify, you know, the, the signs with autism. Um, and sometimes if it's a high functioning, it, um, that doesn't usually show up until later on in life, like when they're teenagers, right? Um, so when I am observing a child, I'm observing, and some of the signs that I see is when children are standing on tippy toes. They're walking on tippy toes all day. Why? Um, I don't know. That's just a sign. It's a sign for um, not, not responding to their name. And they're two, three years old, and you're like, Sophia, Sophia. And they don't answer. They're not listening to... Um, um, Auditory. Uh, um, instructions yeah. like um, okay commands okay, yes commands yeah. let's put this right here and they grab yeah. it and they throw it in my face um, that's it, you know it it takes them a long time to just stack blocks that's a, one big one that I catch um, with babies with autism is that they cannot stack a two block tower and they don't want to um, bang them together or stack them wow so there's just different mm-hmm. uh Levels in the spectrum with yes, autism. Yes. Another thing that I catch um, early on is sensory issues. They're afraid of getting their hands wet. They overreact when um, I, you know, blow bubbles, um, when I wet their hands, when I put hand sanitizer um, in their hands. They overreact, exaggerating. They don't want to touch wet things. I don't know if you've ever come across that. Yeah, it's like uh, phobias and stuff are mm-hmm. uh, OCDs type of yes. thing, right? yes. Yeah. And um, the parents are like, well, I just don't give it to him. And I'm like, no, we have to expose them because when they go to school, they're going to be exposed to these things. And we want them to be able to take it. Right. So what I do um, when it comes to sensory issues is I just put like uh, Play-Doh. I make it like I cut them into like little balls and then I have the kid. I grab the kid's hand and finger and I just start helping them squeeze it with their fingers. Little by little, not to not, you know, I don't push the child to do it and I don't force them. Is there any type of, uh, I mean, do you believe in uh, pharmaceuticals, like medication for these kids? Are you a herbalist? Um, Are you just all about techniques, mm, practice, trial, error, practice, build the the skills? Like medicine? Yeah, medicine. Is there medicine for the kids? That's not, I don't believe in it. Okay. Um, based on my culture and how I was raised, I don't believe children should be giving medication, but that's up to the parent. That option is up to the parent. Do you have any, uh, do you have any knowledge in like CBD? Uh, no. Okay. No. Yeah. But th- th- I am aware that there's kids that. Take you know, CBD? Yes. Yeah. And obviously that it's from their parents mm-hmm. that are. Yes. That's what that would be up to the parents or like yeah. sleeping pills or. Do you see that uh, that there's more uh, 
boys that are autistic or girls? That's a good question. Um, I think I would see, in my caseload, I think a, a good, I want to say boys. Mm. Yeah. So w one of my moms is a, uh, uh, works at the regional center in Pomona. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's been doing this um, her whole life. Yes. Yeah, since she graduated college. And then she also got her master's in it, too, mm -hmm. from Azusa Pacific. Okay. Um, and, yeah, bless her, bless her heart. She's She she loves it. She's a she, coordinator? Um, I don't know her exact position. Okay. I don't know her exact, but she still goes out there with the kids and all that. Oh, she goes see the kids? Yeah, still, yeah. Okay, yeah, she's probably a coordinator. Yeah, she goes out there and sees yeah, the so kids. So the, the coordinators, um, when you guys contact the coordinators, they're the ones that are the ones that provide the services for the children, like speech therapy, OT, occupational, physical therapy, early intervention. Um, ah. Yes. But ever since the pandemic, a lot of companies have been wanting to, to work through Zoom. Ah, through Zoom. And you were saying that's like that's extremely difficult. How does that... I mean, it you hardly benefits. Does it? Does it really? It's if 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 the therapist knows what she's doing. I had a whole back screen, green screen. Yeah. Um, okay. Nice. You, yeah, the therapist has to be very motivating to do that. So during the COVID, mm -hmm. it made your job a lot harder. Yeah, for sure. In the in in regards to progress within the kids. Yes. Your caseload. Yes. And parents would tell me, Candy, I don't think this is going to work. I'm like, no, we have to make it work. And maybe some of the parents don't have the, maybe a laptop, mm -hmm. you know, maybe the things that they need to do a Zoom, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you could do it over your phone, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, we're doing phone. it on their phone. Parents who didn't have the technology, then unfortunately their services would have to be placed on hold for the next two years. For the next two years. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And that, um, yeah, it was really bad. And so the progress, your progress report within your caseload, do mm -hmm. you see a lot of progress? Yes, for sure. So what you're doing is what, you, what you've been taught to do, yes. right? Do you implement your own things as well? Yes, because at the, at the, every three months we do quarterly reports. And so someone will come out and um, the evaluators and they'll come and they'll see, okay, um, they'll, they'll test the children um, in each area of development. And then that's how they'll know, like, okay, yes, they, they've been progressing. And so you got a good, uh, you, ha you have good, um, how do you say it? You have good reviews in your teachings, in your th therapy sessions. For the most part, yes. Absolutely. Yes. You know what I want to do? I want to I want to pay some bills right now. Let's take a quick break. If you have to use the restroom, anything like that, let me pay some bills right now. And I think I want to open up the phone line because I, I there may be uh, people watching right now that have kids that may want to ask you some questions. Are you okay with that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let's let's pay some bills, guys. We're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna be back with Candy. I'm gonna open up the phone line. You guys call in, ask Candy whatever you want. Keep it respectful, guys. Um. Let me see right here. Okay. I want to give a uh, big love to Apish OG. You can cop all their amazing flavors of Apish OG at OG Nation in the city of Maywood. 
Come get your flower and edibles. OG Nation is a one-stop shop for all your needs. Follow them on Instagram at apish underscore OG. All right, and hey, Peep Game, my personal private jeweler is running 10% off discounts this month on custom work. He has the best prices in the game, and the attention to detail is one of a kind that you can't get anywhere else. His prices are much affordable than competitors. It is because he's a one-stop shop and does everything himself from creating 3D files to casting gold, polishing your piece, and even setting diamonds, all right? I want you guys to holler at the homie. He's going to give you, I've known this dude since he was five years old. Dude, this dude is, I love this dude, Daniel, man. You know, follow him on Instagram, hit his DM, and uh, hit his DM for, you can get, you'll get, you'll get, uh, I think, 10% off if you mention Hoodstocks, and uh, hit his Instagram, at d.leotthejeweler, all right? Um, I have one more ad right here. Hold on, I didn't place it. Let me see. Get you guys real quick on this. Here it is, right here. Um, let's do it like this. All right, uh, bop bop. Okay, guys, you see this right here? Wait, no. That right there, Morty's. <laughs> what does it mm. say again? Morty's interdimensional gummies. Morty's interdimensional gummies. Prepare for blast off and embark on an interdimensional journey of self-discovery and exploration like never before. Introducing the exclusive Rick and Morty interdimensional gummies. Your passport to inner realms of consciousness. All right, unlock your minds, eyes, and allow your sense to finally come alive without the string that strain our perception of the world. With Rick and Morty gummies, you can experience all of this and more. All right, check it out. I'm going to leave it at that, right? Holler at the homie right here on Instagram, all right? At Rick and Morty Gummies Official. Tap in with them on Telegram for more info, all right? Uh, quick break, guys. We'll be back. Just getting crazier and crazier, my G. The streets are undefeated. Not trying to promote violence, just saying protect your family. To anyone trespassing on one man's life, take note. The devil is alive and well, but so is God. Choose one. I stalk like a wolf. Pray I don't shoot. Muzzle on your face, I'm a problem for your goose. I stalk like a wolf. Pray I don't shoot. Muzzle on your face, I'm a problem for your goose. I've got a gun with me. Cause I'm ready for it all Mama told me I was gifted And I'm different from you all Yeah, pick the shells up Turn the hell up for everyone defeated, the streets will fail us. Mom and pop screaming, God prepare us. Sometimes water comes in sand. God made the deal, I shook his hand like a man. Lucky you must. Different from you all 
Forgotten soldier, I'm just a victim of war. It was the cans of Jack Mac that I ate on the yard. It was the welfare lines I was the proud of wait on. It was my little girl's neck wrapping umbilical cords. I carry on, cause glory wait on no man. How I look blaming you for the commitment I lack. You the type to keep a bitch after she fuck with your man. They try and kill the homie cause she gave up the ass. I walk in class, my style's elegant. I'm gangster if it's making you uncomfortable. Well, homie, get your cash up. Complaining the answer, go and pull us to work. You got designer on, I got blisters that hurt for what it's worth. I don't hate on no man, but I'ma kill a motherfucker if he taking a stand. Not for the gang, but for the children that he left with no dad. Don't blame the devil where we from. Jesus died over a rap, my fucker. like a wolf. Pray I don't shoot. Muzzle on your face, I'm a pillow for your goose. I stalk like a wolf. Pray I don't shoot. Muzzle on your face, I'm a pillow for your goose. I've got a gun with me. Cause I'm ready for it all. Yeah. Mama told me I was gifted. And I'm different from you all. Oh, baby, 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 baby. Let's do this real quick. Leave it like that for a minute, Casey. Leave it like that for a minute. Let me do this. Everybody hit that like, hit that subscribe, all that good stuff, man. I appreciate you guys tapping in with us. Um, we, we need to do more of these right here. Educational um, tools for the household. We used to do it a lot. We used to do it a lot. But when we do it, <laughs> you know, People want the gangster shit. They're like, where the gangster shit at, Lucky? You know, they want to hear the war doggies. And I feel it. But at the same time, we got to, when we uplift the community, when we're raising up the stocks, we're giving tools, man. We got to give tools to the community. Right here, we're giving tools to the community. I love you guys. The phone lines are open. You want to call up? Call up. Let's get it cracking. Uh, you're going to talk to Candy right here. And um, she's going to, let's see, which one do you want, Candy? Hold on. Let me see where you at. Candy, 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 guest, uh, I mean, maybe three. Or her headphones on three, yeah. Three. Is that better right there? Yes, yeah, much better. There you go. Blowing out your eardrums, girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. How, how have you liked this so far? Interesting. Interesting? Yeah. Interesting and, in, yeah. like, the guy fun. that you're sitting across from? <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this yeah. guy needs a little therapy, huh? Yeah. Yeah? No, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. He needs a fidget spinner. A fidget spinner. <laughs> you know what, Candy? I am... I'm a 46-year-old man that is still that is still trying to find the best person that I can be. And with that work comes a lot of inner work within ourselves, right? I mean, if you don't ever stop trying to be the best person that you can be um, and you're not working on yourself, then damn, bro, you're going to be stuck. Let's get this phone call right here. Okay. Um, Bob, up. you're on Hoodstocks. Talk like to us. What's up, dog? What up, doggy? What's up, am I the first caller? Yes, sir. Hey, dog, hey, much love to your guests, bro, and to you, bro. I, I watch you like a motherfucker, dog, but, um, damn, you didn't even post this guest, bro, like you were going to have somebody on, but it's like a surprise and shit, dog. Good looking, bro, you know what I mean? But, um. I got, I got, but, I got, I got a little, I got a little caught off guard. Not caught off guard, because she's been booked since last week, and I, po I posted on all my social medias except YouTube. I posted you on YouTube today. But then I worked like yeah, yeah, nah, like, hey, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. I don't have, no, I don't have no social media, dog. I don't, I only have YouTube and shit, dog. But um, yeah, no, nah, much love to you and your guests, bro. But hey, does does your uh to your to your guests does, does she have a, a kid with autism? Do you no. Have, do you have a child with autism? No, I don't have kids. You want kids? Oh, okay. Well, well Maybe. yeah. Much love to future. you for working with somebody, but you you would never know what 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 uh, a parent. 
You know what I mean, would feel like with somebody with autism. You know what I mean, right. but do you have much, a, of, much do, of you do work you, with them. You know what I mean, do you have but, a kid hey, with autism? Do you have bro? No. Yeah, you know I mean, um, nah, but yeah, dog, you you you'll never know. You know what I mean, obviously, I'm saying that because I do, bro. Yeah, and so um, yes, I would never know because I don't have kids as of yet. But um, nah, but much much love to you yeah. for for trying. You know what I mean, and and. Not trying. Yeah, yeah. She does Somebody this as a profession, bro. Yeah, my, my, my work and my school speak for me. Um, I've been doing yeah. this. I love it. And that ain't shit, though. Fuck work in school, bro. Like, I mean, uh, maybe school, yes, bro, I, but, right. but somebody, somebody, but um, like like Casey, bro, shout out to your mom because she's, she's, a, she's a real one, bro. She's been working the regional stuff for years, right? Yeah, she's been working there since she was about like uh, 22 years old, and she's almost like uh, 50, so... Still look, right, she's still looking good. Yeah, mom. Oh my god! Hey, bro. Yeah, that's all. Hey, but much love to you, Casey. Shout out Thanks, to your mama, mom. bro. Mom, sexy Whoa. as fuck. Okay. Whoa. Sorry about that, Casey. Uh, your a hey, co-host. What up? Hey, co-host. I I just want to ask a quick question. Like, can she explain what it takes for parents to get their kids into the regional center? Is it through a primary care doctor? Uh, yeah, so or can, does it have to be through a neurologist? Or or how can you get your kid into the regional center? It's not that easy, right? Um, so you have to um, talk to your, to your doctor in regards to any concerns that you have. Um, maybe your child is not, um, whatever concerns you have. Um, right, they're not meeting yes. their their goals. Yes, if right? they're not meeting their goals, if they're not sitting down properly, if they they don't want to um, rotate their body from their you know back to their tummy. Um, now, if your doctor doesn't listen, um, then mm-hmm. I, yes, because there's sometimes doctors don't listen. Um, they say, oh, my my child is going to grow out of this. Then you can um, reach out to the regional center. In your but area. Is the, region, the regional center, I understand it's through your area that you're associated with, but do you need a referral or can you just take your child in there feeling like your your doctor's not listening? Do you take your child to the regional center or what kind of referrals are needed for them to get their kids in there? Um, you know what? That's a good question. You You have to call the regional center in your area. Okay. Yes. Um, because after the pandemic, a lot of places, a lot of the regional centers um, cl- closed the doors. Like they, they were not open to anyone. For a new referral. Yes, like to go no, oh, okay. to go in the office. So it's better okay. if you just call. Okay, well, you know it's good for parents that have kids with like, you know, not just ADHD, but you know they have auditory processing disorders. Yes. All of these things are, are very rarely diagnosed until yes. the kids are about seven or eight in school trying exactly. to. So, you know, a lot of parents don't know about the regional center and how to get their kids in there. Yes. Yeah. So um, you have to talk to your doctor. Your doctor has to give you the referral for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for all the information you're giving. You're great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, she is great. Thank you, Jennifer. Love you, girl. Love you, too. Okay, right, bye. bye. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, how's it going, man? Um, I'm just going to, first of all, say that everything I want to say is with the full, most up respect. Um, so, first of all, I just want to say thank you to um, your guests, because without people like that, we really wouldn't have um, parents who need to go to work and have those, those have that, that extra help for the kids. 
some parents actually need to, uh, you know, go to work. Um, they don't have the time to uh, be there 24-7 with their child. Um, I, I'm speaking from a first-hand experience. Um, I think the, 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 the caller from beforehand was maybe, I don't know, he maybe had a bad experience with a therapist, which yeah, it ha- we have had. It happens. Which we have had uh, um, in our household. We have had gone through a, a couple of different therapists. Yes. But you will. You you, you can't give up, man. If if you you know you want to help your kid, you, you will find the the, the, the therapist yes. for your child. Yes. And uh, and you uh, people. I, thing, I said just. Thing, uh-huh. Oh, I was just gonna say another thing that I uh, I think Lucky has or was under the assumption that uh. A lot of these households are like drug, drug, uh, drug homes. But people need to understand that the kids that are getting this help, their parents actually have to put in the effort to yes. find the help, exactly. which is already a struggle within itself. Yes, like it, 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 it wasn't easy to get this help. It was. It, no. it, it took like over a year. So and and shout I out to ask- the parents. I ask parents and, to be patient with us um, because we are going into your homes. We don't know what we're walking into. Um, just be patient. There's a, you know, the therapists who are out there doing their job and, and they really care about these kids and they're not just, oh, I'm going to try this out. Um, there's good therapists out there, you know, and, and I suggest that you work with the supervisor, the BCBA, the, um, whoever is on the case, and, and you speak to these professionals and you to ask them, how can I help my kid? Because you're just, I'm just here with your kid for two hours a day, but you're, the parents are with him all day. Yeah. And so that's, I suggest yep, that you yep, ask we, questions and you sit there with the, th- I, I, I tell the parent, I need you to sit here with me because I need you to learn what your child has the goals for and shout out to kid. the mom shout out to my wife because she is my rock she without her the the, the, the meetings all the, the the counseling meetings all the therapy sessions all that stuff that's tough work so all the yes, moms is. if you're a husband and, and and you gotta go to work and your wife is the one staying home for those for those sessions and gotta take them to school because my kids get two sessions a day and they go to school two ABA sessions a day four hours a day and they go to school Yes. So, so do you believe? Is, do you believe in what she does, bro? One hundred percent. I see the. I see it firsthand. But so the the caller before and you and you said that maybe he had a bad experience, but he was saying, do I you, can't speak do, for you him, yeah. do you have a kid? Yeah, no. But we're assuming, and sometimes it's wrong for us to assume. But he he. But some I I can see a lot of parents. Some not a lot of parents. A, a small percentage. A parents might say, well, do you have kids? Do you have a kid with autism? Do you know what the fuck you're talking about? How are you going to? But she, like she said, she went to school, bro. I mean, does and it? Not even that. It's not even the school. Sometimes you can have the schooling in the world, but um, you have to have the of, experience. And they it's have not, family members. Family members, first half, nieces, nephews. They, a lot of the, the, the workers mm-hmm. themselves have family members. Like That's from what I have experienced. And sometimes it's not even, um, it has to be a cultural thing, right? Like, I, I, I go in those homes and I know what it is to be poor. I know what it is, oh, your baby's hungry and, you know, there's no food. Like, you know, sometimes I go out of my way and I get breakfast for for the family. Yeah. Um, and I know and my, my baby, my, this, I call them my babies. Um, you know, he's going to want a, a muffin this morning. They, they, they like pancakes, they like strawberries. I know what they like. And so um, I know culturally, I tell the parents, don't worry about the mess. 
you know, I know you're not perfect. I don't want you to worry about that. What matters if is that what how we're helping your kid right now. Yeah. You only have me, yeah. and culturally, I. And that's my I'm daughter good. in the back. So sorry about that. You're good, brother. You're good, bro. Yeah. Your, but yeah, your, man, your I kids have. Call in. Do your kids have autism, or when your kids have autism? So I have. I have a set of twins. They, they both have autism. Okay. So you know the struggle then. Yeah. So I I have a boy and a girl. They both one is high functioning, one nonverbal. So I know I know how it is. And um, nonverbal. How old is he? In. They're four. Four years they just old. Four. Okay. Yeah. Do you know? Um, uh, really quick, if you want to help your baby that you know that's nonverbal, um, do you have flashcards for him? Yeah, we have flashcards. Yes, I suggest that you go over this with him every single day, and that he observes your mouth. Um, like for example, um, like you want to show them a card, um, like a dog. Make sure that your baby's looking at your mouth and like that is looking at the movement of your mouth. Uh, yeah, dog. we noticed that. That's that that made a huge right. improvement yeah. just if, if, doing that stuff. If it, you, it, the, the, some, the, the job mm-hmm. that you're working it it, it, it it's really is got work it it's got work like you said you got to have a mass amount of patience the parents have to yeah, have a mass amount of patience shout out caller. to the parents huh like yeah we we need a lot of patience we, we saw with the previous caller i'm i'm just referring to what you had said that you yes. need a, a lot of patience yes. for the job and i'm just agreeing on that right. that and, um, and if your child is not also not opening, does he open his mouth? Yeah, he he blurbs out stuff. He's just he hasn't gotten to a full word, you know. Oh, okay. Um, you can. But also he, he's gonna get. He he will get there. I I know he will get. There. Yes, he will, brother. Okay. Um, you can send me a message and I can help you with that. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Oh. I will, yes, I, because I it's a lot Instagram of parts. It, it's, it has to do with a lot of parts. It's also with receptive language, understanding what the meaning of the word is. Um, so I, I encourage parents to show, you know, talk to your kid all day, every day. Describe what they're doing. Oh, Jimmy's brushing his teeth. Jimmy um, is putting on his shoes. Jimmy's running 24-7. It has to be done all the time. Yeah, and Lucky, thanks for thanks again for having this guest. I think you could, you guys should do like once a month, something like this, because she's right. It's, it's, it's crazy how it's in our community, yes. the black and the brown community. Then, Once like, a month, something mm-hmm. like this, and educational that we don't even really talk about, something we don't even like talking about, it would be great. Hey, uh, hey goon- April, I think with autism get what month. The Goonies want, baby, and that's what you guys want. This is what we're going to do, baby. Uh, for, for, the, for your son, like I would also suggest building two-piece puzzles. Um, once your child learns how to do a two-piece puzzle, um, challenge them. Don't stay there forever. Um, move on to a four-piece puzzle. The kid is crazy smart. He knows how he's great with puzzles. The one thing okay, we're just good. trying to get him to is the talking. Is the talking. Okay. But with puzzles, the puzzles, he's, like, he could do the puzzles. I, saw, I heard you talking about the stacking. Yes. That was a struggle for him at first. That's no longer a struggle. Yes. The lining up of the toys was a huge struggle for him. I'm sure you see that a lot. Yes. But uh, yeah, none of that is there anymore, thanks to the the, the work that you know ABA has been doing yes. for the past. ABA I think is like maybe six months. Yeah, it works. I see it. So I was just calling to give you guys props because that God's work, man. It really does work. And I'm sorry to anybody that's had bad experiences, but just don't give up, man. These oh. are our kids, and and they're, yes, these you are have to keep challenging the them. 
We have to keep challenging them and pushing them and encouraging them and being there, holding them. Um, and sitting Yeah, most definitely. Them. Right. Hey, thank you for calling. Right. I want to get this next caller. All right, thank you, brother. You Best of luck, bro. Hey, lucky the number what, fell off. What up? What up, baby? What up, Hector? Hello, hello. Hector. Hey, the, the number fell off of the pin. Uh, okay, I'll put it back on. Thanks. What up, my G? Hello. Yo, what up, doggy? Talk to me. What, what's up, Lux? Hey, Candy. Hello. Look, look, something that you said earlier really hit me at home. And and I'm sure Candy understands this, but, but the audience needs to understand this. You know, growing up, you, you know, we're really poor. You know what I'm talking about when you said the parents didn't have the technology to do FaceTime with you. You know, and, and, and growing up, you know, I, I grew up in Highland Park and we're, we're poor. You know, we're poor enough where, where when I was in school, I used to bring home the little canned milks, you know, the little cardboard milks home because we didn't have no milk at home. So if I was in a situation with a parent that had a kid with autism or whatever that you had to deal with, and, and you know, I wouldn't have the technology if I was my parents to communicate with you because I don't think a lot of people understand how poor you can be, mm-hmm. you know, like how poor people can really be when, when you got to deal with certain stuff like that. You know, I, I got a daughter with, with auditory processing and it's really, it, it took me, she's 21 now. And, and it took me, I, I say 20 years to understand it. To understand wow. what auditory processing is, okay, you know, all along I thought I thought it, she was just ignoring me, oh. you know, and I, I would get so mad at her and, and punish her, which, which now I know it was so wrong. But it took twenty some years for me to understand what auditory processing is. Yes, and you it's, know, it's, it's and, not your fault. It's just that in in our community we we haven't been informed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes. You know, I had I had no clue until she she became an adult, and I seen that that it, it, she was still acting the same way she was acting when she was a kid. You know, and and I was I I feel so bad now because I punished her all her life because I thought she was just you know ignoring what I was saying, but I never understood what auditory processing is, and and if. You can elaborate in, uh, on that. It would be great because I think a lot of parents should know what that is because it would save the kids so much, so much, oh, my God, so so much headaches, so much detrimental, you know, to, you know, drama. And, 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 and it's just, oh, my God, I, I, I hope you can elaborate on it because I can't, I can't, I barely am understanding what that is. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I really Hector, I love you, baby. I love you, I love you too, Thank you for calling in, Thank bro. You. Shit. All right, bro. Month on day one right there. I love this motherfucker right here. Hey, so you want to you wanna auditory? Oh, I, I'm not. I've, I don't work with that you're, area. So you're not fluent yeah, with I'm that? Not, I want to put this number up right now. Right. Matter of fact, people are still calling, so let's just let's do it until people stop calling. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Go ahead. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Hey, how's it going, Hoodstocks? It's going good, bro. All right, that's what's up. Hey, how are you doing today, Candy? 
I'm doing well. How about you? Uh, pretty good. Hey, I just want to, um, you know, thank you for all your work. And, man, that, that takes a lot of courage to be able to go into a house. And, man, that story with that guy with the belt, like, oh, man, that's all bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just want to thank you for all that. That's that's so bad. Yes. It's, it's, Shoot, I, I might even, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot of work. Like, it's scary. Um, sometimes it might not even be the home. It might be just the neighbor's asking me who am mm -hmm. I and I can't disclose that information uh, I also go through a lot of discrimination that's why I only stay within my area my community because I I go out I worked in other communities and I, people think I'm the cleaning lady shit I'll be like oh, come clean my house girl <laughs> 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 hey that's right that's right hey you know again I, I it's a little dusty over that. here hey. <laughs> hey hey lucky hey lucky what up dog Hey, gee, um, uh, I hope I'm not being rude in, in any way to, to Candy. Again, thank you to her. Um, hey, is K9 there? I, I had a question for him if he is. Or, or, or you know what? Check it out. Or whatever. Check it out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh -huh. So th these guys, <laughs> these guys, uh -huh. those fucking animals are going to be on Monday night, bro. <laughs> no, hey, but. but hey, are they going to take calls? Are they going to take calls now? We're working, we're working the phone calls, bro. We're working the phone calls. But right oh, okay, now, okay. What, these, what these homies are doing, these individuals, my brothers, like these are my boys. I love these dudes, right? We talking canine. Yeah, yeah. We talking droops. We talking my cousin Nick. That's we right. talking motherfucking Casey, the motherfucking Don Dada slap you in your motherfucking bop baba. <laughs> um, hey, the chip, the chip. <laughs> the, with, with the chip. Um, hey, he took that like a champ yeah. and he was fighting that shit. But, bro, check hey, it out. He did, he did. He did. He took it like a champ and I'm really proud of that dude. And he is bossing up and he set an example amongst them homies right there that, hey, you know what? I am the leader of this pack. <laughs> I ate the chip. <laughs> Not so. Right. Yeah. I, I, you know what, bro? I love that he did that and I love that he he was pressured into it. A little bit, but he <laughs> stood up to the challenge. I didn't think people were going to donate that, the amount that I set, and they did. Yeah, they did. They did, and he's getting all of that, even though uh, uh, YouTube takes a stupid percentage, but it's all good. You guys donate. Donate to the platform, man. That helps us big time. And now we got you know, we got all the fellas right here doing their thing. But anyways, what, back to your question, brother, is the Whoop show will be taking phone calls soon. But you know what? I, okay, sure. I said I said it I set some goals for them, bro. As I should, though, oh, bro. Right. I set goals and I said, let's do this. We will take phone calls at this point, and they're gonna be doing fucking having guests at another point. You know? So stay tuned, support these homies right here, and and the time's gonna come, go, bro, go. where all everything is gonna open up because these Men will succeed. These men will flourish. But I just really want to. I want them to work within themselves before getting too distracted with phone calls. Because I can see these motherfucking animals. They will take the phone calls from the beginning to the end, bro, and they'll wrap it like that. No, I need. I need them to work out their shit, dog. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a comedian, bro. You got to work out your bits, baby. You got to get stage time, dog. You got to get stage time. You got to right, work it, right. work it, work it, work it. And then we fucking, you know, Super Mario Brothers, baby. You got to get to the next level. Um, and, uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but no, I got you. I love what they're doing, bro. I love what they're doing, you know. And um, the, the, the time will come for all of that, doggy. But K9 yeah, is not here right not, now. K9 is not here okay, right yeah, now. Okay, yeah, yeah. None of the guys are here right now. It was, it was just a question about the gang injunction. He had mentioned it, and I'm out of Orange County, though. Well, bro, talk to me. Looking into it, so check it out, my boy. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. On, I'm yeah, on the gang up? injunction, homie. You can ask me, my G. 
The Rodriguez well, Act. Thought, what can, you need? Well, I look into the Rodriguez Act, and, and see, I'm out of Orange County, though. And, it doesn't. And you I, know I, what? I it's fu- You know what sucks for the homies from Orange yeah, County, bro? Is I've passed. I yeah, got a phone number I can give you, bro. You know what I mean? But this is yeah, yeah. it's on, LA County. No, I can't give it to you right now. Oh, okay. You know, but oh, okay, okay. I, I can give it to you on on uh, if you get into my DM at Lucky Sun Zoo on Instagram, I'll shoot it to you, bro. It's the homegirl Lupe, All not right. the homegirl, but it's my it's the case manager for that, right? Um, and she's dope okay, as fuck. Okay. She's amazing, right? But I've tried to hook up some of the homies from OC. And I don't think it applies for homies of OC. It's only LA County, yeah, baby. That's what they told me. It doesn't apply, yeah, that's what they bro. Told me when you know? I talked to, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. So you've gotten the information. Oh, right. So it, it's something that yeah. was passed for LA County, and I don't think it was passed for the other counties. So it doesn't it doesn't roll over to the other counties because it's just different jurisdictions in regards to county politics, right? Yeah, yeah. See, and that was going to be my follow up question for Candy. If I if I did get helped out, and I could go to school. Yeah, I might look into, you know, help, maybe not children, but I don't know if I have the patience, you know, for those abusive parents, but maybe just like teenagers or like, you know, uh, adults, you know, but we'll figure it out. You know what I mean? No worries. Good luck. Check it out, bro. Any way I can help you, bro, uh, I will help you, bro. You know what I mean? So get at my DM. Let's, 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 uh, let's take this conversation to my DM, which will lead to a phone call, bro. And, and we'll figure it out, dog. Whatever resources I have, baby, I got you, doggy. 100%. I'll give you the same number, bro. You can call up, and you're probably going to get the same information that you've already gotten. But, you know, bro, like, this is what Hoodstock hey, is I here for. We're here for the community. I don't give a fuck where you're from, dog. Like, we're we here to pass inf- pass out information, knowledge to help us. You know, just fuck, dog. Get a little, you know, get a little break in life. Get, you know, get a boost. Like, bro, I'm going to go back to UCLA uh, th- this next coming uh, semester, bro, from the Rodriguez Act, from the Gang Injunction. You know, um, yeah, big yeah. shout out to Droops, dog, hey, for causing you. all the madness in the hood, bro. <laughs> hey, <laughs> shout, like, out hey candy, shout out to Candy, shout out to Herbstock, shout out to Whoop. Hey, thank you guys. Thank you, Candy. Hey, you're welcome. Absolutely. Have a good one. Awesome. Right. We are a tight knit community right here at Hoodstocks, man. And this is just like, it's, it's dope having you here and sharing this information and having. Some of the goonies, some of the uh, people that support this channel call in and have kids. Let's go right here. Sure. You good for a couple more phone calls? Yes, for sure. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we Is can. Is anybody there? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Uh, Hello? City Morgue. Hello? Hello? Come that way. All right, go ahead, dog. We got you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I just wanted to say, uh, uh, I just wanted to give her, uh, the homegirl in there right now, uh, like her props for doing what she does for real. Because you know, as being a therapist, especially her work, um, it's fucking hard work. Me being a, I, I have a therapist that I see every week, <clears throat> and the biggest thing uh, that people say. Cause I'm a, I, I see my, my therapist every week, every Monday, you know, from, from war, from, you know, PTSD, from combat and all that shit. You, you so, served? You, you know, served? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for your service, brother. What, 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 what uh, level did you serve? Uh, Afghanistan, 2010, 2011. Are you a Marine? And no, uh, army. Okay. 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 Thank you for your and, service, brother. And the biggest thing that people, the misconception is, oh, how can you listen to like my therapist has, you know, she went to school and, but she, you know, she's, 
she she has no you know combat related no nothing gang related to the square bear but she has helped me the most you know what i mean right so so i just want to you know the whole thing about oh you you haven't walked them out of my shoes this and that and you know i i just want to say keep up the good work you're helping kids um I mean, it it takes it takes you know balls to do that. Yes, for sure. You know, and and I and I tell my my therapist, you know, um, man, she hears it all the time. How can you help me? You haven't been through what I've been through. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But um, at the same time. Yes, you guys are definitely motivating me to get my own therapist. Yeah. Um, I don't have a therapist. I don't. I I believe that, you know, I come from a very no, strong I, I, background. For, for, Oh, for yeah. you to see it there? Yeah, was? yeah. Like, uh, my, my family, my brothers were always like, get it together. Stop your bullshit. I don't want to hear you cry. Um, so I have to hold, I hold a lot of in. You hold a lot of Yeah. Them. And I've, I, to me, seeing the therapist, for me, yeah. me going out and seeking a therapist, it, I'm too, uh, yeah. How is the insurance? Yeah, and that- How is it? Oh, I'm sorry, brother. Go ahead. No, no. I just wanted to say, I'll, I'll let you guys go. I just, um, that's, that, that, coming from a, from you know when I when I served and all this and all that, that's how it was for me. You know, I don't really know therapist. What what's this little therapist gonna do for me? I seen that been there, done that. But once I finally grabbed the you know when I see my my homies, you know, struggle with with addiction, um, you know, from many things, and some of them you know did do the S word. You know, I don't want to you know the S word, um, but. You know it's good. It's good, and I and I tell my therapist all the time, like you know, you she has helped me a lot. You know, and I, I don't ever, you know, like I hate I hate when people say, oh, you don't know what it's like, you know, this and that, all that bullshit. You know, people but like it's that. it's good. Yeah, and that's how it is. And it's like it's like um like I, I compare the whole like in a, in a sense. Lucky, this is why I like your podcast. Cause look where you, look who you have here right now. It's helping. Us. Um, I'm I'm listening to this right now in my garage, and I'm 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 like, well, damn. You know, you lucky brings out street dudes, but you're also bringing bringing like professionals. What? Say again. Professionals that are yeah, yeah. servicing yeah, exactly. our community. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Then that's what helps people. Now, it's not. It, I know you're a funny ass motherfucker, so fuck you, lucky, and all this. Yeah. But you're, place. you you're. Yeah, time and place, and and this is this helps a lot. Trust me, I, I just shot this. I copy and pasted the link to this live right now to my homie from Georgia who served with me. You know what I mean? Um, and it just it's really um, you might you, you might not think much lucky, but it fucking helps. Like not just you know, <laughs> just, people, but like I just look, you know I just look like I don't think too much, bro. But I'm a fucking big thinker, bro. <laughs> I just look like no, I'm, no, no. I just look like fucking Gumby or SpongeBob, bro. I am a big. I'm a. I'm a big overthinker, bro. And and so I'm always I'm always trying to figure out ways that we can enlighten the community. And I've I've had yeah. I've had a lot of these uh, individuals like Candy on in the past, bro, and yeah, you, and and you know yeah. what? And sometimes I, I I do it, bro. I I, I do it because I know it, even if it's a small audience, bro, because people want the gangster shit. But if it's a small audience, it's gonna help 
it, it can help a handful of people, and, and that's what matters, bro. You know what I mean? Give yeah, for tools. sure, bro. And, and, and like keep doing your thing, bro. And and like for real, like like you 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 may be a you know this street dude solo and this all this and that. You got Casey in there looking like a nerd uh, and all this, but I mean, man, the combination. Yeah, I'm a nerd too. Fuck yeah, I'm it's, it's the it's the one two punch, <laughs> baby. You know what I mean? That's, you know, you I know, punch but, you in the face. Casey bites your dick, dog. You know what I mean? I call that <laughs> I call that the one two punch, bro. Yeah, see, and and you don't even know how like the audience that you have like by doing this or bringing her in like this, bro. Trust me, bro. I got a bunch of you for real right now. You have like at least five of my homies that were with me in Afghanistan, fucking watching this right now, homie. Appreciate you, brother. Right. And thank you. Yeah, and thank, but, uh, thank you, that, five brothers, for your service. Thank you so much. Nah, bro, I've had so many military dudes on in the beginning, bro. I've always tried to have gangsters and military dudes, bro. Because, honestly, there's <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot that these two uh, people, individuals from, uh, so to speak, uh, two different fields, right? You know, they have a lot in common, bro. PTSD, you know, all kinds of stuff, bro. Yeah, it's PTSD. It's, it's all PTSD and fucking, we all come out with a little bullet hole here, bullet hole there, and we're too tough to see a therapist, you know. But You know what I want to do, bro? Going, I want to have the gangster versus the military dude, bro. Military dude that has been in mad combat, and the motherfucking gangster that has been a lot of street combat. And uh, somehow, some way. Or in Iraq. Yes. <laughs> create a dialogue within that. And let them. Because you can say like this, bro. The military dude is going to be like, bro, like it's a different level, dog. You ain't even on this level, homie. We got pop, pop, pop. We backed by the motherfucking USA government, dog. The biggest entity in the motherfucking world, bro. How are you going to say you know what this life's about? You know what I mean? But it's just two different fields of engagement, right? Um, yeah, but you know, you know the majority. I see what you mean, bro. But the majority is that um, a lot of us were that and before we got caught we're like fuck this we're going to the military you know yeah yeah and also <laughs> you know? too i want to say this bro you know how many dudes that i have done time with from the military bro oh yeah tons bro uh, you know how many dudes that are in the system that served for this fucking country bro because they got addicted to drugs bro they get the ptsd this that blah, blah. it fucked them up bro and they committed crimes, bro. They end up in the penitentiary with all the street gangsters, bro. You know? And what do they do, dog? They follow the rules for the street because they in their casa right now. You know what I mean? But they're good that's, dudes. Hey, that's fact. That's fact. Hey, you, that's a good idea right there, bro. Yeah, hey, that's that, a good... Uh, I, but I yeah. really... I My... my. You know what? I always say this, and I've, I I told this to my pops the other day. I, no, I didn't tell it to my pops. I told this to my uh, co-worker. And I, I, I just said, man, I wish... I wish in my, when I caught the case at 18 years old, you know, I wish they would have sent me to the military, bro. Instead of sending me to prison, bro, I wish they would have sent me to the military, bro. Isn't that when they do that, like back in the, like the, the same 80s, right? Something, 70s, bro. Like, yeah, years ago, bro, they would, they would offer that as a, I, you know what? I need to get more information on that before I can uh, really, truly speak on I just remember that from Blood and Blood Out. Fucking when, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like we, I mean, we know what we know from what we know it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. 
but I love my yeah, military bro. brothers, bro. I love it. I love these. I love the men that have fought for this country for us. And then you got all these conspiracy theorists and like, oh, how are you fighting for it? Like, yeah, bro, whatever it is, bro, we don't know, bro. It's the pecking order, yeah, bro. Yeah. But at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, that, that's it, the thing. Yeah, exactly, dude. That's And people say, oh, you know, man, I went in there because I needed to do something. But at the end of the day, I didn't fight for this. You know, well, for this country, yes, but all, but at the end of the day, when you're in the fucking battle, you know, you're you're looking out for your homies here. Yeah, you know? at the end of the day, that's Brothers, what it comes that's to. That's all that matters. It's a gang. It's gang like, shit, bro. It's gang shit. Gang shit. Yeah, exactly. Where, where you, you from, know? homie? I'm from the USA military, homie. It's gang shit, dog. At the where end of the from, day, man, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's what that's what it is. But but you know, you just people say, oh, you fought for the. You know, like the yeah, like you said, like it's conspiracy theories. Oh, you fighting for the country? I'm like, no, I'm just I I I got I survived. I got my benefits and fuck it. You know, you know what, dog Casey? <laughs> I want to share a little fun fact with you guys, dog Casey wanted to go to the military, but the, you know that he wanted to go in there just to give mouth to mouth. Um, what do you call it, dog? Mouth to mouth precipitation? Huh? You want me, you're saying that I wanted to be a medic? You wanted and, to be, <laughs> and how you murdered this joke? <laughs> Thank you for no. He wanted to be. He wanted to. He wanted to uh, join the navy to be a seaman. Oh <laughs> yes, yes. No, but for hey, gracias for everything you do, homie. Uh, have a Thank good you, night bro. and thank you, everybody there. I'll be. I'll be listening. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Um. Whew. Shit runs deep. I mean, what you do, why you do it, you feel it in your heart, you know? I mean, where do you go when you're at this point in your career? Where do you go from here? I mean, do you have other goals beyond what you're doing right now? Um, goals, um, go back to get my master's degree, clinical psychology, write a children's book. That would be dope. Yeah, that would be dope. Um, English and Spanish. I in, during my services, I ask parents, "Do you want your kid to learn English or Spanish?" And they tell me both languages. So I talk to both, like amarillo, rojo, um, blue, yellow. I I tell them I I speak to my students in both languages. So, I would tell you this. So my, the household that I was raised in or the family that I was raised in, the women within my family, they spoke Spanish within themselves. Okay. You know? And so I want to learn, not want to learn. Like, so since being in the system and stuff, like not speaking Spanish fluently is like a, been a big detriment within my community, myself and within my community. I mean, because my, my community is, is Latino, you know? Yes. And, and you know, and I'm, I'm half Mexican and half Jew. Right. But anyways, what I'm getting at is, you know, I'm going to take a, I want to take a Spanish class because I feel like I'll pick it up really quick. I've always like I was like, man, fuck that. You know, what I mean, I just learned the slang. I learned the fucking, you know, whatever I need to learn within the prison system to get by. Right. But my next step is speaking Spanish fluently. And a couple years from now, having a podcast in, in fluent Spanish, you know, that's that's my next that level. That's my next level. Real shit, no bullshit, you know, is being able to do that. That's a goal that I've set for myself, you know. That's a goal for my set for myself. And and, and, and and so I know 
a limited of Spanish, and I don't say it all the time right. as much as I know. I, as much as I know and I can understand, I don't say it all the time because I don't practice it enough and I don't want to sound stupid. You know, okay. because I respect. So not even a little bit. You don't. No, I do a little bit, okay. but I but I, I respect it so much, and I and it's been so much in my life that, and and I get shitted on by these guys. They're like, oh, this dude's rapping in Spanish. He's lucky he doesn't even understand. Well, I understand a lot of it, dog, but I just don't mm-hmm. like. I, I so I need to get. That's my next lap. Okay. That that's me putting the pressure on myself. It's like, all right, look, you already finished this. Let's go right here now, dog, and let's let's get in tune. But I I pushed back on on speaking Spanish for so long because I was like, dog, my mom didn't fucking teach me. Blah blah blah. Whoa, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, f- fuck it. Whatever. I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna do it like this. But do you want to learn? Yes. Okay. Well then, I mean, I wanna I wanna I wanna learn. I have a, I have a goal. Honestly, it's not even a two year goal. It's a year goal. Year goal that I feel like that I will. Pick it up because it's been around me all my life. Yes. You know, I understand it more than I speak it. And I, I feel like for me having this platform, it's a must that right. I accomplish that goal. Right. In respect to my audience, respect to half of my culture, bro. I'm sorry for calling you, bro. Candy. And and just, you know, you need to know Spanish. Yes. I, I, I Dude, feel that it's important. you need to know fucking Spanish. Right. That's the only, bro, so if you were. So for my students, yeah. um, like, I have this, like, Little Frida Kahlo book. I also teach them about our people in our in our community, like in our culture. Frida Kahlo, Selena, um, and these are like both in English and Spanish. So I tell them, you know, one blue house, una casa azul. Okay. Um, that's just an example um, of how I use books to teach my students both languages. Um, the Katrina, um, confident, confiado. That's a. a uh, example of how I teach my my kids. To let's learn. go. Let's go through a couple pages. A couple. Of pages. Yeah, let's go through a couple pages. I think it's. I think okay, it's good. Okay, how about Frida? Cause I like Frida. Yeah, I like. Okay. Yeah, we have a picture of her in our, our living room. Okay. Uh, two paintbrushes, dos pinceles, tres flores, three flowers, cuatro vestidos, four dresses. So while at the same time I'm teaching them, I'm pointing, I'm holding their finger, and I'm helping them learn to count. And are these, uh, could these be African-American kids? If they, yeah, I, I encourage it. I tell them, would you like me to teach your kid how to speak um, Spanish? And they say, yes, of course. You're going to need it. Well, you know what? Maybe um, one day you'll be reading those books to me. Maybe I can pay you and we can work out some type <laughs> of deal. that You can, you know, give me some lessons. Okay. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a quick learner and I'm not, I'm not you know I mean? I'm, Good. That's good. Cause I'm kind of impatient with adults. Like I expect you to learn fast. <laughs> well, I get it. And just don't pull your belt out on me. Like <laughs> <Okay. laughs> you're gonna want the door open because, because I might like it. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Everybody in this house shook their head right now. Like this stupid ass fool. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey, so the look at what I got for you right here. We got a hood stocks. T- Hold on, let me. T- this is a rip tag. Get rid of that. We got a, it's got a tag already in there. It's pretty. Thank you. Yes. Hey, never back down, girl. Yes. Never back down. That's for you. I know my you. friend was supposed to come with me, and she flaked out on me. Is that why? Hey, it happens okay. sometimes, and that's for you. And I just want to thank you so much for thank blessing you for this platform. Me. Yeah, this has been so cool, man. We got to have you on here more. You know, so for just. Sure touch on these subjects okay you know what do you i mean what do you do from your day-to-day life like what do you got going on 
I work what from you, eight what, to eight. What do you do fun? What do you do for fun? Let me ask you that. I I like to explore different restaurants. Um, I like to have mar- mar- margaritas. I like to go out and eat. I like to go shopping. Just yeah. do girl stuff. Yeah. Girl stuff. Absolutely. I like to run. Yeah. I'm big on running, exercising. Yeah. Yeah. I started running, but I like to. I always like to s- stick out. Uh, like it'll, it'll be a little different. So when everybody's running forward, I run backwards. <laughs> yeah it's good i like to travel travel yeah. yeah have you traveled much yeah a little bit Yeah. where have you gone uh hawaii seattle iowa why'd you go to seattle uh just to because i was curious about what just curious just to get to know it says this is really gloomy and the suicide rate is like through the roof oh really yeah seattle oh, i haven't heard anything pacific about northwest yeah. I didn't know about that. No? Yeah. How was it? I, I kind of don't like to listen to stories about um, suicides and stuff. Well, it was it was just, this is something that was known since back in the early 90s when grunge rock came around. Oh, really? And you had like bands like uh, Nirvana, Pro Jam, different bands, and it was just known as a really gloomy state. And this is the reason why they had this style of music, alternative music, which I love. I love that music, you know. What kind of music do okay. you listen to? I listen to rap. I listen to. Um, you look like banda. you listen. Yeah, you look like yeah, a banda. Maybe yeah, like a daddy Yankee type of hyena. No, I don't like daddy no? Yankee. No. No, right, I got you all fucked yeah. up then. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like. What about a little peso pluma? pluma? Peso pluma, yeah, for sure. The fools are coming up right yeah. now. Shout out to yeah, that I, dude. I like um, peso pluma. Charlie, no, yeah. How do you feel about Peso Pluma uh, being like pressed? Like, dude, they're telling him like, don't come to Tijuana because of. I wouldn't go. Yeah. I wouldn't go. Take that. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, if that is a amazing heads up. Yes. An amazing heads up. And you know what's funny is I was listening to that, and then some Chilino popped up on my YouTube algorithm because, I, you know, I play different types of music, mm-hmm. and the the Chilino song came on of when he was out there in, uh, was he out in Sinaloa? Yes. When he got the, the note given to him? And and it was funny because I was just kind of like so my coworker was like peso pluma peso pluma and then he, he and and then people were talking about that it brought a tear to their eye that he was the first Mexican artist to ever come on the uh, VMAs. Oh wow! Right? Okay. You know, which is like huge. It's crazy. He performed that Lady Gaga song, and That's um, amazing. Yeah. Anyways, it's just uh, it's really sad. But it's just on some gangster shit, I guess, at the end of the day. Yeah, I wouldn't go. That's like playing with your life. Nah, That's, fuck no. Nah, like, if anybody to. loves that dude, Peso Pluma, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> bro, like, that's an easy call. And that is a beautiful thing about, like, our states is, like, he can be out here and he can be safe. Right. I believe he can be safe. Not that, not that I'm, not that the cartels don't have, you know, <laughs> reach. Right. Right, but like he's like, bro, like chill, doggy. You know what I mean? You were doing your thing, first dude, the Mexican dude. Like, shh. oh man, it's just it is what it is. It sucks. It's like fucking politics, you know? Right. Yeah. It's politics, you know. And you, it's sometimes it's hard to please everybody, but if right. you're gonna give these dudes are gonna give Peso Pluma uh, uh, like a heads up like that, yeah, I would take that. I would not take that lightly. Right. Yeah. 
But um, it, Candy, it was so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for having me. It was I'm a so, pleasure. Yeah, I'm sorry it's so cold in here. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. But um, it, this has been an absolute pleasure for myself as well. Uh, as you could tell by the phone callers, they, they loved so like a breath of fresh air, having a little bit of something different on here. You That's know. good because it's my first podcast. I was a little nervous. Are you going to do more? Yeah, for sure. You reached out to us. Why did you reach out to us to do this podcast? Uh, because I wanted to give information um, in regards to child development. I feel like I wanted to go a little bit more in detail, but maybe a next time. And I apologize, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. It's just it's not enough time. I can talk about this forever. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll do a part two, 100%. Okay. Everybody give it up for Candy. I love you guys. Thank you for tapping in. Hit that like, hit that subscribe, all that good stuff, and we'll see